Hello everyone and welcome into another episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Ema. And I'm Sabrina. We are turned up because you're tuned in. <laughs> that's, the move. that's the move for this week. Um, okay. <laughs> that's just the move. <laughs> How was your week? Um, actually, it was not bad, despite the fact that my, <laughs> my uncle went clique. Huh? <laughs> That's, oh, sorry. Does Peter and Ryan say that? Like, when somebody, when, instead of ankle went clique, your uncle went clique. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought this was your way to tell me one of your uncles passed away. I was saying, Sabria, why would you wait until now to tell me that? <laughs> He said one of my uncles went clink, and I'm like, no, huh? my my uncle went clink. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all, it's, our girl was now bad, scared the shit out of me. On the river. So we were. This is like an embarrassing story to retell because it's so it, embarrassing. A lot of us fucked up. <laughs> Not just you, me too. I didn't know where I was. Okay, so Sabrina, we were taking a walk. We didn't want to go in because it was such a beautiful night. And Sabrina's like, hey, let's go to Insomnia Cookie um, on UPenn campus, you know. That's local college, if you guys don't know. So we're walking, and then all of a sudden, um, like, we had to go down these, like, really, really dark steps. Keep in mind, it's, like, a nighttime. And we're all walking, laughing, and all of a sudden... Sabria takes a tumble. Like, she takes a My tumble. My uncle went clink. <laughs> and it was dark. So, it's like, I seen her, and then you disappeared into the darkness. <laughs> and Sabria was like, my cousin, like, screamed. And Sabria was like, ow. And I'm like, oh, my God, what? So, I didn't know what Sabria fell over. So, I'm like, let me get my flashlight out so I don't fall on top of her. Because I feel like that's the only thing that can make this worse. Um, then I get down there, and... I, Sabria is uh, my friend who is very dramatic. I don't doubt that you were hurt, but I thought, Sabria, I didn't know what was hurting. I was so scared, but um, we thought she broke her ankle. I ran Shit, up for I help. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Sabria was screaming so bad. I said, what hurts? <laughs> I said, is it your head? Is it your neck? It's the She's craziest like, no. thing. It's crazy that I didn't break something because crazy. I... It hurt so bad. I, this never happened to me in my life. It hurt so bad that it felt like I was going to throw up. That's why I was like, I was like trying to breathe in, like when I fell, because I'm somebody that sometimes when something hurt, I don't make a noise because I feel like it's going to make me hurt like worse. But that the only time I ever felt like that is like when I was getting my wrist tattooed. Like I was um. I felt like it hurt so bad. I feel like I'm going to throw up. But this was different. And this made me think, like, oh, my God, what the hell is birth going to be like for me? Oh, child, don't go there. When I tell y'all, like, I felt like like I felt sick to my stomach. So I'm just, like, there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just had to. I really had to lay back on the ground. But here's the thing. I'm calling you dramatic, but I'm the one who made you think your leg was broke. Eve, I know. I thought it was. Because I'm like, it felt like I broke something. Then I'm like, Emi, jump. Call nine one one, and I'm like thinking, and I'm like, okay, I broke. No, I said it's swelling. Yeah, oh god, said, it's swelling. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you said. I was like, um. I was like, oh god, and um, I said it's getting big. You was like, what? I said it's getting bigger by the moment. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? And then I like. Up- and this is what I know that 911 dispatcher thought I was crazy. I was like, just get here. Can't you just track where I am? And then I turned around and Sabria was standing behind me. And I was like, uh, never mind. She's like, wait a minute. So you don't need the ambulance? I was like, nope. 
Because the crazy thing is we were near a hospital, but I was so disorientated that I had no idea where, like, I couldn't even say where I was at. Um, My brain just, said blood clot. <laughs> like, I just, like, felt so crazy. But I was like, I have to get, it's a shame. The first two things I thought about, I was like, I'm, I want something to eat and I have to go to the gym tomorrow. So, like, I yeah. was getting up. And um, Iman's cousin, like, had lifted me up, and I was just like, I need a moment. And I just, like, got myself up the steps and walked but home. But the whole time, but imagine thinking Sabria is nowhere to be found. And then on a, in the middle of, like, yelling at 911, she's, like, directly behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Sabria, I was like, huh? I was like, uh, never mind. She's like, so cancel the ambulance? I said, yeah. She's like, the person is okay. I just said that your ankle was so swollen. You was out. I don't know what else I was I don't know what kind of, like, strength. I, I really be Man, like. I was you... shook. I did not think you was getting up. <laughs> Damn. God damn. I was like, damn, we gonna be in the ER all night. When you was down like that, I was like, damn, she probably got a concussion too. I was like, she probably got a concussion too. And that this is another thing that needs to be checked out. I was like, she probably broke a rib. I don't even remember. Like, if that was part, I fall a lot, but that was the craziest fall. Like, no, that was the that that was. You know, you usually I laugh and then make sure you're okay. Yeah. that was the one where I was not laughing. I no. was so scared. That, but I didn't even hit my head. Like, I don't know how I didn't hit my head, but that was. Thank a God crazy. you didn't. Yeah, you was like, <laughs> you was like, um, I'm okay. I guess it wasn't that bad. And I was like, you could have broke your neck. <laughs> like, yeah, I was. Uh. <laughs> I really was saying the worst shit. I said, you, you really could have easily broke your neck. <laughs> no, I was like, damn. I don't know what. I did not, bro. I didn't think he was. When you got up, I said, well, I'll be down. <laughs> I really don't be playing. Like, I really be just finding a way. I said, I gotta go. That's how I'm <laughs> I was like, all right, okay, cool. And I did not want to be in the ER. I was like, I have to go. Like, I had, I felt whatever strength that was in me, I mustered it up and just was like, come on. Oh, also, go. we were high. That should be noted as well. That yeah. did not make anything better. <laughs> yeah. Then I asked a lady, what street we on? She's like, I think we're either on this or that. I'm like, what? The one time I asked somebody for direction, they don't know either. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I was on the phone with the ambulance. I said, like, can't y'all just track me? <laughs> Well, yeah, really, that was that, that was, was wild. It was wild, but since I didn't, since I was down and I could go to the gym, I got to play um, video games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, without so, feeling guilty, without feeling guilty, I got to play because I don't know. I know people were like messaging me and saying stuff like, "Oh, we miss your Sims post and stuff like that." Y'all have to understand that that game consumes me so i'm only allowed to play i i maybe like i let myself play like once every so often like the last like for instance the last time i played was may 26 so i can't play it like every day or when i know i have to do something i literally have to space it out and then i got to play some stuff on xbox so that was fun um but yeah without feeling guilty but today i headed to the gym and it wasn't that bad, even though my foot, it's just a little, like, strain in it. Because I sprint, it's, I'm like, dang, how my hot girl summer going to be? Like, I'm my uh, right knee is, like, <laughs> busted right now. I'm like, damn, like, and I want to be, like, hands on my knees, shake your ass on my thigh shit. Like, but my knee is, I, I got to figure something out. Something, something going to um happen. Something 
is gonna come to glory i don't know I'm just hollering because I'm like, this is what hot girl summer is when you almost 30. Like, I can't believe it because I had also another thing is my right leg. I sprained my foot in high school and I don't know if anybody else has ever sprained anything, but sometimes you get the pain in it sometimes. So certain things I can't do because sometimes I'll feel like the pain in it. Like, for instance, I can't do the elliptical. Because I still, I, like, the elliptical or, like, even the bike, like, I feel like a pain in my my right foot. So I'm like, damn, now my left foot. I'm like, that, Yeah, well, it's just. And y'all know I like to wear platforms. Uh, How about me? Like, I can't even, like, spend a night with a nigga because I got to sleep a certain way because my neck is hurting. Oh, yeah. Like, damn. That, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, yo, me and Iman some busted bitches. It's busted. Like, how, that's, you tossing and turning and shit. Like, I'm, when I tell you I got oh, an exact way, I need to sleep. Otherwise, my neck and my back is going to be, like, killing me. I'm like, oh, that, yeah, that's real sexy. Please don't touch me. <laughs> I have to lay flat with no pillows. <laughs> Like what? Like, like what is yeah, this? Like anyway, it's it's gonna be um. I feel like change gonna come. It's something gonna come to glory. I don't know what that means. Sounds I'm just like hoping it. I meet somebody just as busted as I am, and then they fucking get it. Like that's just <laughs> that's just my hope. Um, so let's get into this phase four for this week. Um, so shouts to. I forget who's, who actually suggested this because so many people have been suggesting so many things to us for Fade 4, and we really do appreciate it. Like, we just keep track of all these topics in, like, our notepads. So yeah, that's ever, why we constantly are asking people stuff. Like, I don't want anybody to... We never run out of ideas. Yeah, so I don't want anybody to ever feel like, oh, like, they didn't answer my question, like, on, like, we don't answer, like, on social media, but we take a note of all of them, so we have, like, constant... Um, content. Also, like, okay, say someone offers us something like celebrity last week, then we're like, okay, cool, we don't want to cover celebrity stuff again this week, just so we can have like a super, like, diverse range of content because that's what people like about Black or Brunch is that they don't know what we're gonna talk about. I hate when people talk about like the same things mm -hmm. over and over and over again. So, you know, just trying to not do that. But this week's Fade 4 is um, Fade 4 Summer Activities from Childhood. Um, and this is just, I probably covered in another variation before, but I'm just like so happy to answer this because with it being summer and with the pandemic not being over, but being, you know, in a different, less dangerous space than what it was, I'm excited to get back to just living life. And I've been doing a lot of shit from childhood. Um, so yeah, what are your fave for uh, childhood summer activities or outdoor activities that you just want to do? So um, I feel like everybody there like grew up like in the hood can relate to this, but there was always like a random house or somebody that had a water ice stand. Mm -hmm. Like it was either on their porch or like they had like some type of house where it was like a water ice stand like built into their house or something. Um, and I think her, it was like Miss Libby's where I used where I was. I think that's what it was called. I got to ask my mom, but yeah, I remember going there and this was so, I loved it when I got, when I was like, like maybe like 11, 12, 13, like around that age, I used to go there and I used to go around there and get where I like myself. And I just felt, cause it was like literally like right around the corner from my house. So I loved that, like getting water ice from like my neighborhood, 
Um, it was so good. And just yes. like walking used to be around. Like water ice, man. Like walking around, like what um that Chloe and Holly song like, and my friends know, and my friends like I felt like <laughs> I felt like <laughs> you know when I first heard that song, I said, Oh, I love this. She's talking about and my girls walking around with your girls. Come That's on. really how I felt. I'm like, stop playing. Like I was just like <laughs> that. Like I just felt I loved it. Um the second thing, Iman probably gonna call me dirty for this, but I loved going to the water park. If you know yes. one thing about me is I, it's so funny because Iman hates him, but I literally love amusement parks. Like, I am obsessed with amusement parks. Like, if you look at all my YouTube, like, recent, like, recent, like, views, watches, I literally just watch people go to amusement parks. Like, I love amusement parks so much. Like, because I love themes and stuff. So, um, we, I, I, I feel like Again, growing up in the hood, there was always like your neighbor that always had tickets to like Donny Park <laughs> yes. or Donny Park or like Clementa Park or Sixth It was Land. always a neighbor that would be like, "Ask your mom if you can go to Sesame Place." You like exactly. today? Sesame, you yeah. like today? You got asked my mom, "Y'all going today?" I was like, "Mom, my mom would be like, no." But <laughs> only but time is- she would say yes is if it were like on my family member or something like that. But if it was somebody on the block, my mom was like, "You are not going to people." Now my neighbor that we live next door to, like I still talk to them to this day. So and she yeah, was some start- neighbors were different. Some yeah, neighbors were different. They was different. We was more like kind of like I guess like family, but they was sturdy because. Is she planned trips like a month in advance? And yeah. we used to get up in the morning. We used to get up in a, the ass crack of like dawn to go. See, that's how you know somebody bus. really. Pre- yeah, she had a bus, please. Yep. My we neighbors, was- they had, the, the only time they had transportation is for Bible camp. And I was like, I will go. And I'll go anywhere to get out the house. Like, I will go. <laughs> I'll take it. So I love that. Like we used to go bus trips, like to. I remember when I went to Sesame Place. Um, that's not technically a water park, but they had water rides. Yeah, it was, was so fun. Loving it. I had so much fun. But like weird um fact, I was on a grow. I was like maybe like thirteen or fourteen. We went to Sesame Place, but it was other little kids. But I still like I'm. I've been like this since I was a kid. I'm gonna have fun no matter where I go. Like also, I wasn't those kids. Like I didn't want to try to be grown. Like I know by that age, some people would be like, oh, I'm too like grown for this park or whatever i never but I just, was too grown for anything i just love fun so and what the like sesame place fun as fuck yeah. even i feel like even if you don't like amusement parks like sesame place is fun as hell so um because it's like a family place but so anyway fun. we went on a grover ride and if you ever been to sesame place the grover ride is like this little ass roller coaster i feel like even if you don't like roller coasters you'll get on like Ro- grover is so damn small but i went on there but i was having so much fun and i was like and but i was mad because i had to sit next to somebody i did not know some <laughs> random kid at the park but anyway i was having so much fun and my head was <laughs> my head was spinning around <laughs> <laughs> my head was spinning around and I was like, yeah. And like I hit my head on the side of the rock. But I was like smiling. I was like smiling because I didn't want to cry. And I was like laughing. The little kid. <laughs> and a little kid was looking up at me like, uh, <laughs> is he going to die? <laughs> I was like, Yahoo! <laughs> my head hurt bad as shit. <laughs> No, it'd be the worst when you hit your head doing some dumb shit. <laughs> my head was going so crazy. No, it was like bro, it what? Was, it was intense in my neck. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that little kid looked so scared. Cause I was like, ow. But I started, I said, ow. <laughs> 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 I'm the fuck up. 
Yo, oh not you being Donnie from the Wild Thornberries when you was a kid. <laughs> no, I was so happy to be on that damn roller coaster. But anyway, love water parks. <laughs> remember, and I'm not sorry to keep going back to water parks, but remember you used to go to all these random water parks with me and my family. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, like, because you remember you said the lady who always got tickets. One of my mom friends will always have tickets to like Dorney Park, <laughs> the Poconos, everything, and I used to be like, Sabrina, you want to come? Hell yeah, I love music. I and my brother Brian were on everything, and me and my brother, my brother <laughs> broke out in hives from being in line for Just a ride. So nervous. I was like, me, me, my mom, my mom, your mom and me was like, yo, y'all some lames. We was having fun. Me oh, and your yeah. mom I was forgot having, my mom was, me, you and mom my mom were making and fun your of your brother us? Brian, we was having a ball. We, me, I was, me and my brother Lenny were holding like all the stuff, eating funnel cake, because I'm like, no. And y'all was getting sick of nervous. Me and your mom was like, yo, they lame. My mom was laughing Nerds. so hard in that one ride. Remember Lenny was like crying, like holding my hand. I was like, it's okay. And my mom was in the back laughing. Her and Sabria. And remember that one guy? We don't got to get into it. But... Oh, that was wild. There was somebody with a whip uh, on the bus. Like, he had a whip. Like, he was, like, slapping on the ground. I was terrified. And I wasn't, because I'm like, if you come over here with that whip, I'm going to choke you off with <laughs> Catch your ass right off surprise. If you touch me with that whip, I'm going to fuck you up. So, go ahead. I'm like, like we will jump the shit out of you. I feel like you. he could paralyze me. Like, uh, see, the thing is, I feel like he was he couldn't fight. And I'm like, you trying to walk around and do that to scare people until That's the tables turn on you. I had a bald. Oh, yeah, me, me and your mom got on a water ride. Because we wasn't prepared to get on a water ride, but we got on, like, the log ride. Yeah, and my mom, mom was, was my mom. so hard. Your mom was like, whoo. She was like, me, yahoo. No, my mom takes shit too far. That's why I don't like being next to her ride. She, oh, she got... my God. <sighs> okay. What's your... <laughs> that, wait, that was two? Um, that was two. Okay. Um, what was I about to say? All right, the third one was staying out late. Um, like staying out late, like sitting on the porch with your friends. Like I used to love that, like just the smell of outside and like how it would feel like summer nights. Like I can't explain it, like how summer nights feel like when it cool down, but it's like you not cold. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's my favorite. Um, then. The last one is sorry, Iman, but da 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 cookouts. <laughs> it's okay because you can do cookouts because I got a different spin. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> I love cookouts slash block parties. Damn it! When I was, uh... <laughs> I guess it wasn't that different. <laughs> Swore I was unique. <laughs> that was really not that unique. I guess <laughs> I was just gonna be like block parties. Oh God, I can't breathe. Yeah, um, cookout slash block party, especially when I was younger, like when I was a um younger kid, because my mom we used to always be in South Philly, and um, sorry, I just got a text messages that I'm like, what? But um, <laughs> sorry, um, but um, especially like when I was younger, me and my mom we used to be in South Philly, and my mom used to say, like when I was a kid, like I sometimes I'd be like, alright, I'm ready to go home. But um it was fun, like just having a block clothes off and you could just walk down the street, go to your um your friend's house and um sorry, I get it. I got sorry, I'm on my computer and like y'all know on a MacBook, like you got iPhone and the text messages pop up and I just saw like um the words vegan cheesesteak and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I did <laughs> it's a reply to my question. But anyway, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I love that. Like, just walk up and down the block and like your big t-shirt with your bathing suit under it. Um, yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Big t-shirts, uh, getting wet in a t-shirt. Yes. Be... Your, rocking around your old Navy flip-flops. Yes. <laughs> with a um, glizzy in your hand. Mm-hmm. Like, I just loved it so much. It was so fun to me. Um, and then, like, when it got... And just hearing, like... I'm so, Like, this sounds so corny, but, like, I can hear it in my head. Like, the adults, like, laughing. Like, oh, yeah. I loved it. Like, and I remember... Um, and also, like, I always... So, first of all, I, I'm really convinced that my mom only had a kid for her entertainment. So, but in my whole life, I have just been my mom's personal clown. So, since I'm, like, okay, like, I'm not going to be afraid to say it. I am funny. So, when I was, ever since I was a kid, my mom used to be, like, having me, like, the crazy stuff I would do in the house, my mom would be, like, letting me, asking me to do it in front of her friends, like, at block parties. <laughs> Make them laugh. Period. And I'm going to do the same thing. So, I hate when kids get shy when you run your friends. It's like, do it. Same, but my mom used to have me acting a donkey in front of her friends, and she would be cracking up. That's exactly why I would fall asleep in the car, because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm exhausted from entertaining them all night. Um, that's hilarious. Um, But yeah, I missed it. And that's another reason why, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to raise my kids, obviously, in Philly. And I don't want to really raise them in a city. But I don't want them to be so far removed from the culture because I feel like, like, that kind of stuff was just so fun to me. But um, yeah. my last, oh no, that was my last one. Yeah, that was my last one. Okay, so I know technically you just said that, but I'm still going to oh, say it too because like I love cookouts. Um, but specifically my Aunt Teresa's block party. Okay, so oh yeah, for, I, the first time I went, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. So my aunt um has had a annual um block party every Labor Day. Except for last year with COVID, but like for since I, since I was a child, since my little brother who was eighteen, at least eighteen years ago, because he was a baby when she first started having it, um, and it's always cool because it's the one event where like my family from Jersey comes, sometimes the family from down south come up, like they had Sabria serving, like that's the type of cookout it is. I forgot I was. <laughs> Lacey, they made her in the kitchen. I, yeah, if you come, you definitely gonna be put to work. But <laughs> you, you, everybody's welcome. Um, but the thing is, you really didn't see it when it was at its most fun, which is when it was on her old block, uh, and um, we were all kind of like kids. Shout out to my cousin Kiki. She was the terminator when it came to the dance contest. Like she would literally like kill everybody on the dance floor. I was just back up, like I was emotional support, but she really would eat everybody up. And she goes crazy. Like sometimes it's like cowboy themed, sometimes Caribbean themed, like sometimes it's carnival themed. And if you ever met my Aunt Teresa, she's extra. So she goes overboard with it. Like if it's carnival yeah. themed, she's gonna have a cotton candy machine, a popcorn maker, a funnel cake. She's gonna have like, you know, the themes. And it's funny cause she's a really quiet person, but she throws the biggest, wildest event. Yeah, so, I, don't even, I don't remember even hearing her talk. Here's the thing. Think... She don't be having, she manages the event. She not dancing. She not even eating the whole time. She's overseeing the fun, making sure everybody's having fun. And then every time you think, oh, that's all the food. She'll be like, 
bring out the banana pudding poppers. You got what? <laughs> yeah, because I think that was that was before we, we was went vegan. vegan. Oh my god, it was before yes, we went vegan. She would get all like banana pudding cake, strawberry shortcake, cherry cake. One time she had like an eagle's cake. We were like, sure. And then she had a cake with my grandpa, my late grandpa's face on it. I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Because black people love cakes with pictures on it. That's one <laughs> thing for really... sure. We really do. I had a cake like that from when we brought it to my class when I um when I was in like elementary school. I forgot about that. I never wanted a cake with my face on it for whatever reason. <laughs> I as a Leo, didn't, that's weird, but I didn't ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> like black, Parent, like, black parents, parents like, do it for themselves. Like my mom's like, we're getting your cake from Melrose. I'm like, why? It's because she likes it. But um, another thing I really miss is sitting on the steps. Like um, back when I was young, like I had a block that was filled with kids. Like, and not just pe the kids who lived on the block, but every weekend, like everybody, grandkids, nieces, nephew come. It was honestly damn near 30 of us and we will all sit on the same step um some people will be on the porch some people will be on the step we would play like apollo like all these different games and stuff like that and i just honestly miss those conversations also like when i was younger i used to hang with a lot of older girls so i was like eight years old but my friends were like 13. Me so too. i'm like i i kind of learned a lot from them thank god they weren't like any fresh girls but they were they were so not about that bullshit, but they also were like riders to the point where they're like, listen, ain't nobody on this block jumping nobody. Like they would shut down trouble, mediate. So I just really am thankful for them. And those were girls my mom actually would allow me to do stuff with. She's like, yeah, you can go to the playground as long as they're going because she knew their mom and she knew their grandma. So yeah, I, I really miss those memories. And we are still cool to this day, even if we go years without seeing, seeing each other. Um, I also miss the cleanup days on the block. Oh my this, gosh, Iman, me too. I remember that. Yes, like it was just such a like. So cleanup days were were not just summer; they were all fall. But essentially, it was a Saturday, and the block captain would knock on everybody's door. Everybody had to come outside and yep. clean up the block. And I used to love it. I because a lot of people were cleaning up in their pajamas or like their comfy clothes. It wasn't about who looked cute. It was just about getting up, going outside, cleaning up the block. Like we would rake leaves um in the summertime we would put the water plug on and sweep up stuff and i'm like that is so wholesome and philly is so fucking dirty why don't they do something like this nowadays like it would like i know for a fact it don't happen on my block anymore but i'm like they need to bring back like incentivize it be like oh whoever got the cleanest block went at pizza party something i don't know but like the street is has a reputation from being dirt for being dirty and so did y'all like, get food like too that day like i think like I forgot or that might have been a separate day when like they would bring food to the block like no, it would but be there used to be so many little community days like that and my neighbors were so generous that if one person had a like cookout like we all could eat from whoever house was having a cookout um but no I, we didn't it wasn't like <laughs> they just was like clean up your block because it's yours and that's it <laughs> That's how they did it on our block. They didn't care. Um, and finally, games. I kind of touched on this, but like when I used to be on my block as a kid, we used to play manhunt, um, king ball, jump rope. You know that game where it's like hot brand butter, come and get your supper, and somebody had a belt. Actually, that game was really terrible, but it was called hot bread and butter. So somebody would um, hide a belt. And home base was like somebody's steps. And once you're on base, you can't get hit by the belt once somebody find it. But it was always one kid who wasn't like playfully like beating somebody with a belt. It was always one kid that was like trying to really beat the shit out of somebody. And I'm like, let me make this painfully clear. 
this is a game. If any of you niggas go master on me and really try to hit me with this belt, then we're going to fight, and I don't care if it was a game or not. No, and people really didn't play with me like that, but it was just one girl on our block. She would hit the boys real hard. And I'm like, why do you have to make things, like, not fun? Like, I don't get it. But also, I didn't like Ding Dong Dixie because my mom used to be like, you know better than to knock on people's yeah, door and same. run. Also, so, I like it because I was a big son of a bitch. And I yep. was just like, I'm not running. So no, I thought I'm a big son of a bitch. I was really just <laughs> I was like, like damn, so And also, I, when they played Ding Dong Dixie, I went and sat on my own step because I didn't want my name brought up. And one time, um, they did it to my neighbor. So the neighbor directly to me while I was sitting on my own step, he came out and was like, who keeps ringing my bell? Like, I know you're a good girl. You'll tell. I was like, oh, it was Sean. <laughs> I just told. Your cousin? No, it wasn't my cousin Sean. Oh. It was my neighbor Sean. I was, it was little Sean, and he got in trouble by his mom. And I was, the thing is, I came from the hood hood. My my block that I moved to was like, Straight you know, it's sweet. It's sweet. But my block that I was on was rough, and it had a reputation. So kind of the kids in my block knew not to play with me, because I technically was from somebody real, somewhere real crazy, and my cousins were, you know, out there. People knew about them. So when the boy was like, you snitch, I was like, yeah, and? <laughs> Like, Cause I'm like, what are you gonna do? Beat my ass or something? Like they call you? Do get mad? Yeah, yeah. Well, we cool now, so it's funny. Um, but yeah, I, I just miss those honorable mention to free lunches that my grandma used to make me get all the time. Like, oh, what meals on wheels? It so it, you know my grandma get meals on wheels now, and it'd be like spaghetti and meatloaf and stuff. I did not know they still did meals on wheels. Yeah, but this was more so like. You know, like how one lady had the the border ice stand. It was always one lady on the box block where you she'll give you like a sandwich, coleslaw, some fruit cocktail, Cheetos, and a banana, or mm -hmm. like and a juice, and a little yeah, juice yeah. or milk. Yeah, I know. And I know what you're talking about. My grandma, because she grew up with like not not enough food, like crazy food insecurity, she could not. She could not imagine why we wouldn't eat the free lunch. Mm -hmm. So we would be like, Grandma, we really don't want it. She's like, you're going to eat that free lunch because our taxes pay for it, and it's perfectly good food. Sure. It's like, damn. But the sandwiches was good. I ain't going to lie. Like, I had no problem with it, especially the chips. That was my favorite part. But damn, every day, Grandma... Yeah, and she like used to be like, everybody goes and get one, and whoever don't want it, put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> Period. Again, I'm just revealing the hood, the, the the struggle. But I honestly am very proud of how I grew up. Like it was not like rich by any means. But I'm like this shit really was like we can write a book about the just the tales and adventures like in the city. Yeah, the trauma too for sure. But also like the the good parts were so good. I know. Just think about it. I'm like that shit used to be so fun. Like, and I just like I just be worried about like kids nowadays. Like, if they hit like penny aside, like if they do stuff like that, because like again, we spent a lot of time outside. A lot of time outside. And also like the fact that like we used to get up early. Like I used to get up early to um like go on bus trips to like go to amusement parks. Like that shit was so fun. Yeah. And also like being close to our neighbors and stuff like that like i just love that also family also even when i was like b i said like i would get up in the morning to play games like and like on a weekend like i would get up early yeah. to do fun stuff and then do uh, and then go outside because i would get up early because i'm like oh i got this time to play this game but then it's still light out so i can go outside still 
I was counting down to go outside. Like, that's how I was. Some days, my mom like, you can't go outside until the sun go down because, you know, she didn't want me to have a heat stroke out there. Oh, my um, gosh, yes. <sighs> I'm like, my mom knew that. Because one thing about me is I would be getting sick. Yeah, my mom used to be like, you will go down at sick. 5 o'clock. And I used to be like, mom, can I sit across the street in the shady side until 5 o'clock? She'd be like, no, it's humid. <laughs> So I would have to play my games and stuff and watch TV into that time. And I hated it. I wanted to be outside. So I do worry about the generation, but I think every generation worries about the next generation. You know, it's true. All right. That was fun. Um, thanks for that suggestion. Again, guys, keep them coming. Let's get in to uh, Toast Forces. We got a few people on the list um, this week. First, we want to give a shout out to um, uh, Fantasia, her and her husband, uh, they actually had their baby on May 23rd. She's a NICU baby. I think her name is pronounced Kaziah, but she shared That's so like cute. a pic. Isn't that cute? I love it. Like bring bring back those names. Like bring we love it. Um, but yeah, she shared a little picture of her and she has a head full of hair. She's still in the NICU, but she almost home. So, you know, just toast to Fantasia for giving birth and, you know, just send her some love. Congratulations, Fantasia. Congratulations, Fantasia. Like, she really won American Idol, fair and square. <laughs> and like, I'm ha I'm happy that she's, like, doing well yeah, for herself. Same, same. Because a lot of them, like, after a while, American Idol winners, I guess it became, like, just old. But it's like, shout out to her, Jordan Sparks, Je Jennifer Hudson, Carrie Underwood, because they doing what they got to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, Kelly Clarkson, too. Who could forget? Mm -hmm. um, also, you put uh, the Zola movie on Twitter. You told me, I remember you telling me about this. So, yeah, shout out to, I'm so excited for this movie, because it's an A24 movie. And, like, you know, I generally very much enjoy A24 movies. But, um, yeah, Zola Moon, uh, Zola, uh, I think, yeah, Zola Moon, um, like, I forgot what year, I think it was 2015, she made a Twitter thread um, about, and this is when it was like 140 characters only, but um, she made a Twitter thread about her falling out with this girl, and it was like a long, like, up and down, like, trip or whatever, and when I first heard about it, I'm like, no, ain't no way, like, this shit is crazy, but, um, uh her the twitter thread got traction and she was offered a movie deal and the movie has been in the making for a few years now and it's finally coming out this month and i'm so freaking excited for it um also like she has had um some success she was in um outside of that she was um in solange's video um a part of her um when i get home project uh, it's called when i get home right yep mm -hmm. yeah her that project she was in that um and um i'm just very happy for her um especially getting the a24 deal because that's like as a black person who um was, hopes to be a filmmaker that's like one of my goals um yes. so i'm just very happy for her. i'm very excited um and uh, examples of like a24 movies is like you know like a um hereditary and like spring wow. breakers say no more and stuff like that like um so i'm very excited to see that because like me i always loved movies where um characters were like a little bit messy and i always want to see like just like a black girl being like i mean some people say ghetto i say rock and roll um but yeah <laughs> i would just love 
I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it too. Um, also, like it's just so fucking refreshing to hear a new story. The reason why that tweet caught everyone's attention because it was such a wild ride, and yeah, I haven't really Sorry, seen. I said, yeah. <laughs> I haven't really seen like a black woman ever be the focal point of a story that wow. And it's just like, it makes me optimistic about what's to come for black creators because it's like, I'm starting to, I feel like black people have been complaining about things for so long about wanting to see new stories, wanting to, you know, see black women in different roles. And people are finally starting to listen a little bit. I'm not saying the whole industry is mm -hmm. like, wow, but just, this is all we need. Like just mm -hmm. shit like this to keep happening. So shouts to her. And you just never know in 2021 what your opportunity to, to make what a it film looks could like. be. You I'm, never know. Exactly. Because, like, I'm trying to, like, I have no idea how to get my script out there that I've had written since 2014. But it's like, honestly, you anything can happen. It's anything nothing is traditional. And that's very exciting. Yeah, and it's like, while, while it is more competitive because you're fighting with so many people on the internet, one thing about being unique, you're going to always stand out in the crowd. So exactly. don't And also, don't worry about oversaturation. There's this TikTok video of this girl showing like all these different variants of this type of cereal. Did you know how everybody, every brand got a Frosted Flakes? Like, Whole Foods have a Frosted Flakes. Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's have a Frosted Flakes. Kellogg's has a Frosted Flakes. Like, every brand has their version of a Frosted Flake. Yeah. Trader Joe's never say, well, why are we going to produce a Frosted Flake? Because it's Kellogg, you know, Kellogg's already known for it. They just produce what they produce and go from there. And sometimes you got to be that way about your career. Who cares who else models or who else is doing whatever they're doing? Just put People your work out flop, there. People going to flop, period. People going to flop. And some of us aren't. And that's just how, you know, that's how things go. Just can't be afraid. Like, that's that's the whole thing. You just can't mm -hmm. be afraid. You got to keep doing it. So, shouts to her. Um, Let's get into tea time we might have to skip a few a few of these items or just go quick that's all we just go quick on them because i'm sorry we have a really really great outline yeah today. like thank like the like um obviously it makes sense for us to ask y'all because y'all are the listeners uh, y'all have been giving us great things like we again we have stuff like that we can use for next week as well yeah and people the, the weeks to come yeah, people keep saying like, oh my God, the shows have been hitting different lately. I'm like, well, one has to do with us being different human beings after coming out of this pandemic, but it also has a lot to do with like, just the Black Girl Brunch community being like, yo, this, yo, talk about that. We like when you talk about this. And then that way we know what's annoying versus, oh, actually people really like that conversation. So thank you again. Exactly. And we're leaning on y'all more. Yep. Because it makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So like, what do you want to hear? Um, so insecure predictions. So this is a great time to talk about this right now because um, the cast of Insecure posted their last day on set and on in a video, and it honestly brought me to tears. Child, um, I cried. Please, I cried. Um, again, just it's like wow. I just listened to you know her her memoir, you know, as an awkward black girl, just talking about how she came, how how she was down real bad before she even came up with Insecure. Like she was down really, really, really bad. Like somebody stole her laptop with her script on it. Like she just was 
wasn't doing well. She wasn't feeling her best, like body wise, weight wise, none of those things. But she was able to still continue to create. Create also that she had a full time job. So seeing it all come into fruition and just insecure being um, a pipeline for all her other goals and dreams, mm -hmm. like that, I think Issa Rae career is the blueprint, honestly, for every like black girl no, creative. It's true. It's true. If you disagree, you might be a hater. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. that's just how I feel. So seeing her like like her emotion that I'm like, yo, imagine what that must have felt like for her to just see to wrap up a project so big and so influential. Oh, I would have oh, I can't imagine like I would I would have been a mess. Yeah, me too. Uh, she held it together, but I would have been wailing. They would have been I would have been a mess. Cause like just I really be think about it sometimes, like the idea of me seeing like my art like on a screen. Oh, oh, I lose it. And also, like, there are little times where our work pays off, and I'll be feeling like Holly Berry when she won that Oscar. <laughs> like, we did it. We like, did when she'd be, like, crying real hard. I'm like, that's how I feel, like, when our listenership goes up. So, I'm like, I can't imagine no. how I would feel, like, if, you know, my show was rapping after, you know, building all these relationships and stuff. So, shouts to Issa Rae. Um, someone mentioned, uh, what are our predictions? And, like, when I first was exit, I was like... I really don't know what's gonna happen because that, that was a whammy with the Lawrence and Condola thing. That was just such a whammy that I'm like, even if it was my life, I wouldn't even know what to predict. <laughs> I would be so like, when I tell you that's so crazy to me because like that is one of my fears. Yeah, that's. I feel like that is probably one of the worst things that can happen. Like, just when you find when the nigga no finally back. acting right, when he finally acting right, he learn, you learn, boom, break baby. Ew. I'm sorry. I just, I know people get through it, but I don't. I just don't want it. That's how I feel. I just don't want it. Um, and leave I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, that's my prediction. With I have no prediction to Issa with with Lauren to Issa because I feel like Issa is very awkward, but I also feel like she loves Lauren so much. She might try to stick around and then eventually like just be like, I can't do this. But I'm also like, after what I've seen, is no is no better couple versus Issa and Lauren. Like I just feel like they kind of get each other. Yeah, yeah, and that's very hard. It's very hard, man. especially like when you start to get anywhere near your 30s and you start, you'd be like, damn, if I like this nigga for this, this long, I've seen, been with other people, tested the waters, it's probably safe to say that this is, you know, the one or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so that's why if the one had a baby, I'm like, this is difficult. Like, I don't know what to say. It's difficult. It's hard. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope Molly <laughs> finds some peace. That's what I predict that she will she'll find some peace. But I just don't understand because her trajectory is not there. <laughs> yeah, like she the last season, I'm telling you, that girl was wearing me thin. Like stuff was working out for her. She like, nah, uh, I don't like that. I just feel like some she she I didn't like the way she was written. Um in the last season, I can say like it didn't really make sense to who she started out as. Um yeah. because even when Molly was a mess the first season, she was still fun. You know, she was very fun and I understood some of her perspectives. Like with the Enterprise dude, I'm not gonna pretend like I wouldn't like I'm <laughs> I'm tired of people acting like she was so out of pocket for judging him when she was a whole ass lawyer in LA. Like, come on. 
on. It really is gonna be a difference between you know her and that man. And yeah, wait, is the Enterprise got that was the one who um who was uh the, who the, liked who the had, voice? Yeah, but see that she was wrong about like judging yeah, she him was because that, she he was wrong about he, that. You know, he was you know sexually experiencing that she was dead wrong about. She, but I did understand her for being like, oh shit, will this work out? But so it's like, okay, so you so thoughtful when it came to him, but then she played herself when it came to Jadena. So I was just like, huh? But yeah, even still, I just don't think that. Oh yeah, um, wait, that was Jadena, the one that had the um wife, right? No, that was another light like, skin man. No, that was uh, another yeah, light like, What, wait, what did Jadena do? So Jadena was I in the Jadena first. Do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> i said jadena why is this nigga name so hard to pronounce tonight jadena mm-hmm. was like the the hot guy that she was dating but she was taking it too far away and he was like whoa did i like lead you on or something and that was the first <laughs> time sorry, she got it's not like, funny <laughs> Herself. No, her and Issa really have played themselves oh a lot God, of times. That so like funny. that time Issa Ray popped up on her neighbor, um, the one that played on, uh, what's it, Victorious, she popped up on him and he had a girl in there. He's like, oh, my bad, Issa, like, I ain't know you. <laughs> Like, usually like call i was in my seat sinking like this is so uncomfortable I'm sorry. we would never do no stuff like that oh absolutely not because one thing about again the best thing about growing up in the hood is niggas have embarrassed me for less <laughs> yeah People i'd be, be embarrassed like, by uh-huh, you like the thing is when you was a kid you couldn't even like my grandma would be trying to pack me a, like a platter for lunch and i'll be like my grandma please <laughs> that is embarrassing if i bought like llama beans for lunch <laughs> My grandma's trying to give me like a smothered pork chop, llama beans, and rice. Yeah. As an adult, that is, yeah, that's delicious. And you might bring that for work, but I'm like, I, no, I can't bring that. Niggas eat bologna kid. sandwiches and stuff, and I'm having this. Like, please, I can't do it. So I'm like, I got embarrassed from stuff like that. I would never pop up on somebody. Exactly. Sorry, just a little, Um, in case y'all hear something. My dumb, my dumb. Oh. What'd you say? Hello? Can y'all hear me? <laughs> Go say hello. <laughs> my. Yeah, because you're on my phone. My dumb self, I forgot my charger downstairs, so I'm walking downstairs to get my... um. You're walking downstairs as we're recording? Yeah, I got my... I'm on a MacBook. <laughs> yeah, that's why you just fucked it up. Why you... uh Your headphones just fell out. It's okay, though. <laughs> Shit happens, right? Um, hey, can you hear me? <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I think those are my predictions for Insecure. I feel like I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's I just how don't I because I would have never predicted that Molly went outside like that. No, she's too beautiful. Oh, oh God, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> well, um, oh, wait, you get your charger for your computer? Yeah, I'm getting my charger for my computer, but I didn't want to stop the show. But this, I'm downstairs and my dog is barking at my aunt because she's outside. Well, you know, brunchers, sometimes you're just, <laughs> this is a little rough. Exactly. It's very. This is very ghetto. (laughs) But this has been a ghetto show, to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, we talked about our life, which has been ghetto. We about to get into thought shit. Like this. This has just been for the show. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) So let's get into the next verses. Eve versus Trina. I'm gonna be honest. Didn't think so. Yeah, that I feel like 
That um pairing is very odd. No, I feel like even though Eve and Trina is us, um <laughs> as a unit, like you being Trina, me being Eve. True. Um, which I thought was really hilarious. I love Eve so much, Sabria loves Trina so much. We both love them, but just you know, one of us loves more than the other. Yeah, I'm sorry, like I'm taking Wow I'm taking Trina's side. I'm being It's honest. really a ghetto ass show. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you in the hood now, baby. But yeah, remember we met Trina at 106 in Park? We did. And she was like, she was kind of rude, but... She wasn't rude. I think she, she was shy. She, yeah, I think now knowing what I know, but she wasn't friendly. And I remember yeah. it was one teacher who was trying to be like, mm, she's kind of rude. And I was just like, well, technically she wasn't rude. She just wasn't nice. Yeah, she wasn't rude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, like, again, like you said, now that I've lived a lot, I feel like you can't be friendly all the time. Nope, you cannot. And she she definitely, it's not like she was like snarling at us. She just wasn't. So it's funny because the time we went to 106 in Park, it was like, we saw three celebrities in one day. We saw Carrie Washington, we saw Queen Latifah, and we saw Trina. Um, and that was when Terrence J and Roxy were hosting. Mm-hmm. When we saw Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah came out and did like the basketball clip of the hands. Yep, and she, and, yep, she shook all of our hands. Every commercial break, she's like, what y'all doing? Like, how y'all feeling? This and the other. Oh, y'all from Philly? Y'all from school? And I was like, yo, Queen Latifah really just talking to us like this? So I found it funny that she was the one who was in the game the longest, but she had the most energy for us. I'm not gonna lie. Carrie Washington was pleasant, but she she was kind of like in her one spot. When I just tell you, I don't reserved. remember her. Oh, I was, <laughs> I've been in love with Carrie Washington for a minute. So like, I was very happy. But Trina gave us lip gloss. It's when she dropped the lip gloss line. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah. So I'm like, like, damn, the te- that one teacher was um, talking shit, but she was definitely took the lip gloss. Also, um, Queen Latifah gave, <laughs> gave us t-shirts for Just Right because that was the movie she was promoting during that time. Yeah. But no, um, shout out to Trina uh, for the lip gloss. Um, I don't, I, I guess I'm going to watch because these are two women that I really like and respect. And I feel like yeah, it's just great that everybody's going to have a moment to celebrate them. But I am, I just don't know, like, I'm not trying to be smart, but I don't think that they should be battling each other. I don't, I, I think agree, even Remy Ma would have been that better. Yeah, because nah. first of all, because first of all, um, Trina is very like coochie red. Yeah, and Eve is and, like, I'm a rough rider. I'm a beat yeah. the shit out you. I'm hot type of rap. Like, it's just, like, I feel like she DMX adjacent where, like. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't, I don't but get it, but whatever. Y'all know, if anybody know anything about me, is you know I love Trina down boots, okay? Even though she called us monkeys last year. Well, she apologized. I don't, <laughs> what, Um. oh my gosh, I forgot her name, but she would be with MC Deborah. She's like, I don't give a Fuck. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, Trina, I love her down boots. Like, when I tell you, like, this woman, like, if I ever got, well, I met her, but, like, if I ever get to meet her in a private setting, like, I have so much, like, she is the reason why I am so passionate about female rap. Like, obviously, little Kim, but when I heard Trina, that was something different for me. That was something different. And Definitely. That's why I'm so obsessed with City Girls. Like, when I tell y'all, City Girls are literally my number one listen-to artist on Spotify, period. No yes. joking. So, uh, I love Trina. Like, y'all already know, obviously, what team I'm on. I respect Eve. I do. Pretty girl. Um, from Philly. Represent. 
But y'all know I gotta go with Miss Three Hundred Five. Period. Um, it's EVE for me. Um, it's definitely Shelly. Uh, because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if somebody kicked down my door and said you gotta sing one song <laughs> word for word Love while I'm blind. pulling the trigger, a bitch is singing "Love Is Blind" and I ain't taking a single breath. I'm singing both Faith Evans' version. I don't know why that song and why that video resonated with me. I didn't know I had any friends going through that when I was like nine, but that video just like. <sighs> I don't even know you and I hate you. See, all I know is that my girlfriend used to date you. Right? Like, what? Are you kidding me? So, yeah, it's definitely Eve. I will be um, sharpieing some paw prints on my titties, uh, doing what I have to do. And it's okay because, you know, everyone wins when two female rappers get along. <laughs> no, it's very true. That's how I, I don't feel. feel. I don't feel like it's like head to head. Oh, it's not. It's not. That's why it's, it's great. Like, like what's that little John song? It'd be like represent your click. Like I feel like that's my click. Like straight yeah. up, mystery oh five. But that's what makes this one fun because some of them weren't like that. Like the Gucci Mane versus Young Jeezy and Brandy versus Monica. Like that was like I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Yeah, because time. they really was. Because like they like I, well I don't follow no do I follow E no weird fact I think E follow me on Twitter huh? but um. I think she does. What the fuck? She follow a lot of people. She follow a lot of people. This was um, wait, what's her name on here? E the real E. I know E. Yeah, it said you follow each other. (laughs) (laughs) Tell her to follow me. Writer, but that's DM her. (laughs) Tell her to follow me. But um, yeah, E follow me. But um, yeah um. I was about to say they like Trina was posting it was like show my girl Eve some love or whatever like like love I like that. that like the like you said those other two I was on the edge of my seat because I'm like oh my that gosh like first of all I I love Gucci Man damn but I was on my edge of my seat because like allegedly like yeah because the thing is I like Gucci Man a lot but I don't I feel like I I know these are real people, but I feel like I'm talking about like the etymology of characters or like <laughs> the lore behind their life or something. But allegedly, I don't get into that. Um, I feel like that's like not to sound like old school, but I feel like that's for the boys. <laughs> well, I definitely was in men's business because um I was reading Gucci Mane um autobiography and I was so into him that yeah, like so he was GZM saying Jeezy just up, hated right? him. Um, so that part is both of them got different versions of the story, but yeah, essentially Jeezy tried to get Gucci Mane killed. That's the word on the street. And that's why Gucci Mane was not like, nigga, you really thought bygones was going to be bygones. You lucky that I'm just being mean to you. However, like the way Gucci Mane explained in his book, Jeezy just didn't like him regardless. Like he just didn't like him. He, from the first time he met, he was like, I know what I did to him. That's Gucci. And I'm sorry. I believe him. I do because it was something about the way Jeezy was trying to be I don't the bigger like man. G- I don't like Jeezy at all. Um, I don't like. I I just feel like he come a long way, and I'm proud of him for not being the way he was. <laughs> That's all I got to say. His he he calmed down a lot. I did not like him when I was younger, but now I'm just like even before he was like with Jeannie Mae before the um or Jeannie Mai. That's her name, Jeannie Mai. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, before they got married, before he was doing the verses and stuff. Yo. Your block went crazy. <laughs> that um, wasn't that wasn't my block. That was my block? Yeah, I'm upstairs. What the fuck? It's coming through my microphone. That so was weird. I'm, I'm upstairs. 
Wow, damn, my block going crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, he he calmed down for a while now. He's been trying to do good community stuff and like real estate stuff. So I'm like, I'm not mad at it. He definitely bothered me. But the thing is, him and Gucci Mane used to be sh- shitty people. So I'm like, I, I hated them both equally back in the day. But I definitely mm-hmm. love Gucci Mane now, and I just yeah, yeah. tolerate Jeezy. But um, yeah, that we can't talk about Young Jeezy on this podcast ever again. I just feel like. We talk about him too much. <laughs> what? what? I we, do. We don't talk about him like that. I, I feel like we talk about him too much, though. Even with me, I was not talking about him. Like, I feel like we mentioned Young Gigi two times on this show, and that's way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Never want to mention him again, <laughs> if it's right. possible. There it is, folks. I know you don't disagree. I don't disagree. I know you don't. But it's crazy because my cousin always be like, Jarrell, he always be like, oh, with Young Jeezy? Like, he, that's like a, just a running joke. He's like, yeah, I'm with Young Jeezy or something. He was saying that since we was kids. Yeah, and I feel like for <laughs> someone I don't care for, I just talk about him too much. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't get it. Bro. Um, but yeah, shouts to Eve and Trina. They are the OGs. But let's talk about the the youngins in the game making a huge difference. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Doja Cat definitely... No, they ate down. They knew the assignment. They aced it and did some extra credit because... They, this is what I mean that I'm optimistic about like just creatives and specifically black women creatives. People have been listening to what we said we wanted. We said we wanted music videos that not weren't necessarily remake, remakes of things from the nineties, <laughs> early two thousands, mm-hmm. but told stories that gave us imagery, like all the things that fucking li- Missy Elliott used to give us back in the day. All the things mm-hmm. that, like, even Beyonce, just tell a story. They both gave us a storyline. They gave us cool graphics. Let's start with that shit. Let's start with Megan. Ciao. I first of all, when it, when I realized that it was a Tina Snow Jimmy Jam, I said, "Oh, she's gonna eat this because Tina Snow is my favorite. Like the this delivery is just like I just love it. Um, so I knew it was gonna give what it's supposed to give. Then um, I saw the video and knocked my socks off. Couldn't amazing. believe it. Amazing. Uh, it was amazing. I loved it so much. Like I love the way the camera looked. Like the theme." Um, the colors, the outfits, um, the, you know, how camp it was. Like, it reminded me of, like, when I first saw um, Busta Rhymes' video. Because, like, Busta Rhymes was, like, that video, like, Gummy Some More. That one that scared me when I was a kid, <laughs> but it intrigued me. It reminded me of that because it was so, like, cartoony. Yeah, my made Good Burger for some reason. Yeah, like, that too. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Good Burger. Um, that's like just that scene with her in the diner also reminded me a little bit of like Khalees Milkshake, and mm-hmm. I just love how much ass was out. Like everybody was breaking it the fuck down. I also love that she low key um came at like incels, not even low key, high key, because they do be the ones like talking all this shit online, knowing damn well they'd be attracted to these women. So yes, like come for them. Talk- just like somebody, some loser said um, that, uh, yeah, some loser talking about some, um, if Megan Assange had a fat ass, like she wouldn't, um, she would work at like uh, the post office or something, some dumb shit like that. And I'm like, what? 
Like, who says that? Um, and also, it's just like, but she do got a fat ass, and she don't. So let, let's just let's just end it there. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely like that she addressed that, and also love that like a lot of hot girls are being so mean to incels, and that's the only way you defeat them. I love it. You, you can't even ignore them. them. You have to be mean. Like you have to be mean to men who think that they deserve something from you, or that they have some control over how you look, or how if everything you do have to satisfy their gaze. Like the only answer is to be mean. And shake your ass like that's the only way to get them to understand that you really don't give a fuck um and to kill them like to kill their ego not kill them literally but do what you will <laughs> um yeah so the video was everything I, it was uh what it well i'm just trying to think of my favorite lines and one of my favorite lines is i'm the shit per the recording academy like not only am i just the shit myself but I've earned a Grammy too. So the most prestigious award in music. So it was like, if you ever wanted to argue, you can just order with, I mean, argue with them, like the Academy. You exactly. Know? My favorite. See you, Otis. Like, oh. That was a good one too. You got, what's your other one? You got another one too. Yeah, my last one is, uh, how is it? What did she say? I'm looking, I'm looking right now because I want to get this right. She said, I stare in the mirror. I walk I walk around the house butt naked and I stop at every mirror just to stare at my own posterior. First of all, these niggas get on the beat and they go the hip and the dip and the chip and the kip. That's how they rap. <laughs> this bitch made something rhyme. She put posterior in a song. That's because it's the truth. She do walk around the house butt naked just to stare at her own posterior. Mm -hmm. I've never heard the word posterior in a rap song. Yeah, she, she ate that. My one of my favorite lyrics, of course, is um, um, oh my god, shit, I'm a hot topic. Oh my god, girl, shit, I'm a hot topic. Period. Shout out to me. Um, <laughs> also, another one is um, I need a real headbanger on some rock shit. Again, Ugh. shout out to me, Frankenprint. I love it. I, I love it, it so much. She she definitely did what needed to be done. And to her counterpart, Miss Doja, um, I'm gonna be honest, like the first time I heard the song was right before we recorded, and I was like, love the video, don't know about the song. By the end of the song, by the end of the video, I'm like, no, this song is absolutely a vibe. Yeah, also, you didn't get to hear it like yeah, and, close like, up. Yeah. yeah, close up. But I love um need to know, like I the thing is I like don't you get, but I like listen to her stuff like casually, but for me, that song is the one that clicked. Like I feel like that's the one that was like, okay, this is the one for Sabria. Like I really love that song, and I think it's because also I saw the video because I love the video. Um, again, the video like was great. The these girls are these girlies are eating the videos up. That was such Listening. a good video. The theme was there. Um, because the it song was like went alien. like exactly like the song do sound like I can definitely. I've never been to an extraterrestrial club, <laughs> but I definitely is definitely an extraterrestrial club banger. Um, yeah. it's post-apocalyptic kind yes. of too, so it's like a little bit like robotic, exactly futuristic alien, mm -hmm. and like her album. Detailed. Her album is called Planet Her. So I oh. love that the first video of the 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 video for the first single is sticking to that theme. Like I I love the theme, and I'm hoping that the theme carries out in all the videos because there's so much you can do in space. Because also I, I'm sorry, actually the first single I think is Kiss Me. 
um, the, the song with uh, Kiss Me More, I think that's called. With SZA. With SZA. And that's futuristic, too. So I hope the theme carries out because, there again, there are so much things you can do in space. Like, you literally can create your own planet and just go with it. Seriously. So, um, and I love that it's called Planet Her. Um, but, yeah, I love that also, like, I Doja Cat is really not afraid to be nasty. Like the fact that she opened up a song, like "Kiss Me More," she opened up the song like, "I feel like fucking something, not anybody, something." Yeah. Um, that's what the song. But also in this song, she said, "I heard from a friend of a friend that that dick is a ten out of 10 Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was like, "Wow, she's not afraid to go there." Yeah, and I it's love funny it. because when she says it, it don't seem like is that nasty, and you don't really expect it from her. But she goes there. She goes there. She goes there. And I think another reason I really liked the video is because it was giving me like the Fifth Element and Guardians I'm sorry. of the Galaxy. I say this after we done this because I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. shocked. <laughs> I mean, now you got. I, well, it just yeah so, it gave me Fifth Element and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and I love that. Love Fifth Element. Yes. Um, Shouts to those girls. Shouts to those. Like, please, I am praying that she carries out the theme. Because I, when I tell y'all I'm obsessed with themes, like, down, please, do it for me. (laughs) Um, uh, What I was shocked about is... um, so I didn't answer the contest because I really be thinking stuff is fake. So y'all know that Sweetie was doing this like giveaway a Tesla like contest. Um, and the first person she said she was FaceTiming the winners. And the first winner, he looks like he was at the Capitol. I'm just gonna put it like that. Ooh. How was he enter how did he find out about this contest? <laughs> he do not I did not expect <laughs> none of these contest winners are black women with like um eyelash extensions i expected that what do you think her fan base would be but they they probably like extreme couponers though yeah and also yeah so they probably found out that way but also they probably like i feel like the black girls with eyelash extensions probably didn't believe that it was real just like me yeah i entered it once but they kind of gonna make it was sometimes giveaways on social media are humiliating i'm be honest yeah they they can be um that's why like we we got very lucky. We did a scissor a concert ticket giveaway. Oh, like yep, yep. we, you know, was in our infancy. And <laughs> it was wild because the person who got picked was somebody who we actually knew. Yes. Like, oh my, that was very dangerous. <laughs> that was because we would have been because also it was somebody we knew and somebody that we had wanted liked. to see. We liked. So we liked. So we got to go to a concert with essentially our friend. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, yo, it could have been a damn axe murderer. We're like, come on, guys, party with us. Go, come to the control tour. And I'm like, we didn't know who that was. Yeah. Thank God it was someone that we we really like. But I think for, like, giving away things, like, it doesn't matter who who wins to me. But if it comes to, like, spend time together, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Also, for me, it's humiliating because they be wanting you to post it, like post it on your main page. First of all, I don't want people in my business. I don't want people I don't to want know I'm doing know it. I I'm, I'm fishing for free things. Come on. Yeah. That's between us. Period. But yeah, I mean, shouts to uh, that man, uh, I guess. I said, you saw it? Yeah, I did. I like did. Like what? Uncle he, Buck? He definitely looked like he was on Tiger King somewhere. Right? Yeah. But um, let's get in. On. <laughs> I guess I think we should probably get into the sunken place at this point. We're 
we're getting there with time. What do you think? Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like we have a smooth sailing, yeah, everything, and I'm re- I really like our um how we discuss the music. For sure. So shout out to the idea for the ideas, guys. Um, we'll get f- into the next topics. Um, next week we're just gonna rerun them, mm-hmm. and now the sunken place so you wrote this down so i'm gonna let you get into it like unpack it i forgot that i wrote this down i was pissed um so people <laughs> that mind i think because i this is what i wrote people that mind others business enough is enough why are they worried about who splits the, splits the rent why are they worried about how others pay bills that's really what i wrote no i got an alert that said the outline was updated i was like oh somebody pissed her off huh i was pissed because no this is true so i wanted to put in a second place people who so people who watch other people's pockets and people who mind other people's like relationships and stuff like that like so it's been like i feel like this this conversation has been going on for 200 years the people talk about the people talk about who splits the rent and all this stuff blah blah blah, and people are like getting um frustrated over hypotheticals one two also people are so for instance i'm gonna be frank jesus christ you are a regular bitch (laughs) why are you trying to put the standards on you're acting like you're i guess her name i think her name is india royale the um you know uh Little Dirk um, girlfriend and stuff like that. Yeah. Y'all are trying to live like them when, first of all, Little Dirk is a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. Um, so you're trying to put these standards that you hear in, and the thing is, everybody know I listen to City Girls backwards and forwards all day and all night, but the stuff that they rap about, I'm not trying to get that out of regular niggas that I talk to because, for one, I can't produce that myself. <laughs> so what do it look like it is what no, do i look like exactly like you know the craziest I, I again i got two tall far bags that's enough you know that's a, that's the most but i don't even i i couldn't even really do that for myself for real um i just did it on a whim and i felt right. it but right. anyway but you got it exactly but i um i don't expect that from out of other people you know that i'm dealing with like i'm being realistic here and like hopefully you know if you know whenever i end up with somebody whatever we can just like grow together whatever but people are like you're putting these standards and you are equating them to regular ass people like saying stuff like oh like if he if y'all split the rent y'all are just friends like girl it's a whole economic crisis out here you talking about eco- who split the rent with the, their partner like exactly rent be also two thousand dollars minimum in some cities exactly and i saw a post today that says like because i guess people are saying like dating is like free sex work and like and somebody was like if dating is free sex work their friendship is free therapy human interaction should not be transactional exactly. and that's very true like i feel like for instance if me and iman go out to eat we without even thinking we're gonna split the bill easy because right we share we mo- more for the most part when me and iman go out together we share food yeah. we almost actually all the time every time we go out we share food because I want to try something that she has, vice versa, she want to try something that I have, or whatever like that. We, without even thinking, we split it. But, yeah, and if I didn't have it, you would take care of it. Exactly, vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like that. And like people are saying, and I feel like, I feel like, you know, again, I'm always thinking about like younger, like younger girls in, in particular, don't, I, I don't, you know, 
don't really know the boy thing. But anyway, <laughs> I'm really concerned about like younger girls, younger femmes and stuff like that. Cause I know when I was younger and stuff like that, and I would hear like people talk like stuff. Cause you young and you impressionable, you and know? You feel like a loser if a guy isn't doing it for you. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. So I definitely snapped out of that this year. Cause I'm like, what these people are saying is not realistic. First of all, all one, two, some of these people, people are liars. Yeah. People are liars. <laughs> like, that's what you, the simple thing is, somebody can literally post a, a meme and say, you shouldn't split the rent, and they'd be splitting the rent with a nigga. Exactly. Like, just, did just it. to people ruffle lie. feathers and get people yeah. to think that someone thought that they were so worthy. Everybody wants to be the main character in the story where this man is just, like, catering to them hand and foot, or this woman is just, like, wiping their ass and cleaning their dishes. And, exactly. You know, everybody wants to show how they're getting over on whoever they're attracted to and they're the winner in a relationship and their partner's the loser and you have to think like how is that real love where there is a loser and there's a winner kind of in this dynamic and some people mm-hmm. will frame it like oh no he liked to do this he liked to take care of me it's no no way in the world would i allow somebody unless you know they literally had the money take over rent while I just sat there in the house because it's like then I wouldn't love them exactly and like another example like for instance like again our podcast like is a partnership like for instance um everybody knows Iman started a new job I'm still looking for jobs but I have free time and Iman does not have that much free time I was like okay I'm gonna look for a lot of topics outline was pretty, uh, 90% done yeah and I'm going to work on an outline and I'm going to do this because I know that she she can't do it right now um so every i feel like anything any partnership like stuff because stuff should be 50 50 because people get tired you know people People get tired exactly people are human and sometimes like you know like you said you know some people might seem like they like doing it but real for real for real this should be weighing on their shoulders they go to the bar and vent to the bartender this bitch got me paying all this bill this nigga got me paying all this bills vice versa whatever and i'm not Uh, trying to be funny I don't believe that there's any excuse for cheating, but you know, you get you take advantage <laughs> of somebody. You no, take advantage they, of somebody, and then they, they meet somebody that that talks some sense into them. You're a goner because there's nothing redeeming about you other than the fact that maybe you're attracted, maybe you this, maybe you that. Mm-hmm. Also, you gotta look into the power dynamics of mm-hmm. these relationships. People always want to be like on some little Dirk India, you know. I forget little baby girlfriend name. Jada Waiter and um, Ari through, and Moneybag. Listen, they be going through a lot of shit to maintain mm-hmm. their lifestyle too. And Sweetie said it. All that, like the gifts and stuff, do not make up for the disrespect. The gifts don't make up for, the, and I'm not saying uh, India's because I think her and Lil Durk seem to be pretty Lil Durk. Yeah, like Sorry, not that's saying, a Lil Durk. Um, not these children. exactly not saying like everything is bad but it's just like y'all see exactly and people y'all need to um that's why you need to mind your business and also like i grew up with you know my mom telling me like you need to have your mad money i talked about this before like that's another reason way that somebody can control you you know so um, um through money um but again like you need to mind your business because just because like you know somebody is like you know seemingly like spoiled and all that stuff like that don't mean that shit is you know sturdy 
No, it don't mean it's sturdy. And I used to be like that. Like I definitely was someone who believed in like I'm only going to date niggas with money. Like I just can't do the broke shit. I don't want to pay for anything myself. Honestly, if you listen to some older episodes, you can probably find some sound bites. But the thing <laughs> is, um, especially within the last year, mm-hmm. I had to kind of experience the power dynamic and realize, oh, this ain't me. Somebody telling me what to do, perhaps because mm-hmm. they make more money than me, or you know things. You know, big bank take little bank pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like you make more money and your schedule's more demanding. So mm-hmm. even with me valuing what I do, you don't. I'm like, I'm not trying to say every person with money act like that, but a lot of people with money do. Mm-hmm. They definitely don't don't be respectful, give you the equal amount of respect because they mm-hmm. feel like, well, if I'm taking care of X, Y, Z, then you should be doing one, two, three. So I'm like, no, I know that that's not for me. And at this point, I already pay everything in my life on my own. Mm-hmm. If that, if whatever person come in my life, you're not going to disrupt my peace because you pay my rent. That's just it. And I'm not going to care about what anybody else do in their relationship because it just doesn't matter to me. I think giving advice and perspectives on relationships has become almost like an industry at this point, Mm -hmm. you know, because everybody's benefiting from this. The restaurants are benefiting. Mm -hmm. Kevin Samuels is benefiting. (laughs) Um, Everybody is just benefiting from you niggas having these useless ass discussions because my thing is I don't care what the world talking about. I'm going to do what I want to do. Exactly. And also, I feel like that's a you, nasty way. Sorry, Iman. That's a nasty way to go into a, a relationship, relationship, a friendship. It's just a nasty way. It's just like I'm the like sit like I am the king. I'm the queen. Like it's just a nasty way and to go. And we see right this. through it. We know we you see. don't even believe this shit. You mm-hmm. just trying to talk about it just to make yourself seem like Billy Badass or you know that mm-hmm. hot girl and hot girls don't do shit like that also i'm like a lot of people like you said if you can't do it for yourself you shouldn't be asking nobody else to do it for you Mm -hmm. if the idea of dating someone in the same situation as you makes you sad then it's time to date and to not date until you incubate a little bit more Mm -hmm. because that was me i haven't dated this entire year because i'm like look at me i got a herniated (laughs) disc um, I'm not filling my job. I'm looking for a new job. I'm in the middle of a pandemic. Like my physical health is down. My mental health is down. Like I'm just not necessarily happy in too many moving pieces. Like if I met somebody and they was like, yeah, so I hate my job. I just got into a car accident. I hate this. I hate that. Oh, I'm grieving by the way. Um, I'm, I would have been like, well, whoa, like that's so negative. So I'm like, no, I'm ashamed of my condition, but I also can't lie. Therefore, I'm not ashamed, but I'm just just not proud of you know how I feel so mm-hmm. let me get, feel better and exactly. I'm not going to bleed on somebody who didn't cut me and be miserable and stuff like that and now I'm like okay cool maybe I'm not there as far as dating just yet I don't know if I'm open to it because I still have a lot of different moving pieces I'm moving I just started a new job like my back still be hurting but I'm like at least um I would date somebody like me now so mm-hmm. I'm like okay that's a good sign that I'm ready people don't want to look at themselves and Honestly, if you see somebody who can't be self-reflective, they'll never be a good partner because they ain't even taking care of themselves, mm-hmm. not even dedicated to their own personal growth. So it was like, how are they going to be dedicated to yours? Yep. And it's so wild. The moment I took a break away from dating, everybody I wanted to date seemed to be interested. And it's because you radiate a different energy when you really are happy and you focusing on yourself. Like mm-hmm. it sounds so corny, but that's, that's how it is. Like, 
everybody know when somebody got a glow or mm-hmm. they have something that's just like, oh, this person has like something going for themselves. Not that you should weaponize your self-care just to get what you always wanted. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, that can happen. Exactly. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on, like probably the last thing, like um, in the uh, the same realm is like pocket watching. Like yeah. I've seen a lot of people are getting like, um, I want to say like aggressive with the crowdfunding and stuff, like saying like, oh, like I know that y'all have it. Like, you know, get it, blah, 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 whatever. Open your you, purse. Yeah, like. I feel like that's a little extreme, and I always, every time I bring this up, I always think of, like, Alyssa Alyssa Ashley saying, like, y'all, like, because people would, like, because I get it a lot, like, people, like, sending me stuff or whatever, and, like, it's just very overwhelming, and, like, um, I remember she was saying, like, y'all act like I don't have a family, and I'm like, that's very true, like, that, like, there is other stuff, like, for instance, okay, I might have paid $200 for my nails, you know, a few weeks ago, but that's something that I did for myself, and I should be able to, especially as a black woman, going through yeah. a pandemic, and yeah. if I have it, but just because, that's why I don't like, some. that's why sometimes I don't like letting people know the stuff that I have, or how much I you can pay for stuff despite me just saying like you know about my nails <laughs> because people like um like will treat you different or like think that you are like you owe them because of like you know certain things but like you like as I actually said but you act like I don't have family I don't have uh, friends and stuff like that like I literally just I don't know what the hell it is um uh my niece she wanted like some pop some pop-it things, sensory things, whatever. And I brought her three of them. And I was, I was happy to be able to like spend that money on her. And like in the future, I would love to like be able to get her more stuff. Cause for me right now, her and like, you know, her sister are my priority. They're my family. They're the babies in my family. And I want to, you know, be able to spoil them. Um, Seriously. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm very like, um, again, just like Iman, like very like family orientated. So that's my first priority. Like, and I feel like people don't realize they see you on social media. You don't talk about certain things. They just see one facade or whatever. You don't understand what's going on outside of that. Oh my God. Don, that's not even the tip of the iceberg. I agree. Don't it's pocket really watch. Not. It's not. And it's different when we bully billionaires, right? That's totally different from just trying to say what somebody else should be doing with their money could be doing with they like, i just don't give a fuck about anybody else's money i just don't i'm focused on getting my own that's it <laughs> exactly so i'm like i feel like that's just too again like it all everything ties up like again like it's a big i know people be like oh mind your business or drink water no like for real like people really mind need to your business mind your business that's yeah that's that on that honestly like mind your business just about mine relationships money people wait all of it mind your business um so yeah let's get into common senses uh so sorry i just was like talking away from the microphone i probably sound so much better right now uh but yeah i got, I got my microphone in my hand i don't know who the hell i think i am <laughs> <laughs> wow really passionate over there have no uh, idea who i am I'm excited for this week's um, common senses. So, you know, we talk a lot about, we we reflect a lot. And like we just said, people who don't reflect um, 
are not in a good position to grow because you're going to keep making the, you're going to keep tripping over the same step until you look down and say, so is there something wrong with the step? Is my shoe not tied? Like why I keep tripping? Like you have to examine why you keep stumbling upon the same things. Mm-hmm. It's also important not to become too analytical to the point where you aren't present. It's just like really, really hard to maintain that balance and know when to, to zoom in and when to zoom out mm-hmm. of yourself. But we talk a lot about our past and our growth and how we've changed. And that's like fantastic. But we also wanted to talk this week about like our future, like where we want to go and just share some of our dreams out loud and manifest it with you guys. Um, Just so that people know what we what we're working on. And, you know, it's just this big thing with secrecy and projects, sometimes for good reasons. Like you don't want people to steal your ideas. So Mm -hmm. you have to be careful about how much you reveal. But trust me, it's not like we will be like Sabria just mentioned that she has a script. It's not like she told y'all what the story was, you know, the who the characters were and all these things. Like she's told you she has, she's, yeah, it's not happening. Like she just told you she has a script. So I'm like, why not just take a moment to talk about what we want to be when we grow up? Like, why not do that? That sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. I don't ask you that after a certain age. What do you want to do? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, so first, we just want to take a moment to talk about, like, why we were so secretive of our goals, but more in depth. So you you kick us off. So for me, I always, it, like, number one, before I was, like, fear of other people doubting me, I was always scared of me not um, pulling through, like, yeah. doing it. So the thing is, if I don't say anything, it's nobody to call me out. But sometimes you need to say stuff so there's people to hold you accountable. Oh, yeah. You know? And I started, um, you know, me and one of my mutuals on um Instagram and Twitter, we started checking in with each other, like when each we go to the gym, and I like that. Or I'll and I'll tell her like if I didn't go, why didn't I go? Mm-hmm. And I like you know I like that um, because and it doesn't like at first I didn't want because I feel like no I'm a fucking liar. I was about to say when I first started going to the gym, like when I was early twenties, I never posted about it. That's a damn no, lie. No, but I didn't but, post uh, about it for a while because I yeah, remember, we didn't post for it for a while because you know you do it like I feel like everybody be like I all right I'm about to start working out and then you fall off and then you feel embarrassed. And I remember yeah. somebody commented um and said to me like oh man like you just taking it like easy like you always are and that made me want to not share anything and be like all right I can show you better than I can tell you mm-hmm. but now since I'm like been sharing my journey round three but um <laughs> since I've been sharing it like people like somebody said to me um today because I, I made like a stupid tweet about like me um like my pre-workout kicking in and somebody was like, you making me miss going to the gym. And I'm like, mm. like, whatever. So I'm like, I definitely got to keep this up. And even when I like get discouraged and stuff, I'm like, I want to keep this up. So I feel like it's not a bad thing. I feel like when you say stuff, people will check up on you like, hey, are you doing this or whatever like that? Like not again, the new thing everybody's saying now is like, that's a trauma response. But like, I really do feel like it's a trauma response. Yeah. Like, it is. But um, yeah, because you feel like, oh, like, what if I mess up or whatever like that? Somebody gonna and shoot me down. They're not gonna believe in me. Exactly. But I feel like now the people that like we have become, like people do believe in us more. Um, And I feel like if now, I feel like if somebody come at us crazy, like they gotta be, they the hell crazy. Like, oh, I yeah. just, I feel like that. And also, 
Um, like I said, it make me, like, I feel like I hold myself more accountable now. Like, for instance, today, like, full transparency, I went to the gym, and, like, I, I need to stop doing this, though. My gym has a scale in the bathroom, and, like, I got on the scale. You know, you know and, how I feel about that. And um, I don't know why I did it. And um, I, like, got discouraged, and, like, I was looking at myself in the mirror, and I got discouraged. But I'm like, listen, if you stop now, you're going to be you're gonna be where you at now discouraged so just keep on going like just keep on going and I'm going to definitely keep on going and I feel like when I started um like when I started I, I was going to the gym in March but then I had stopped because I got my vaccine then some other stuff happened but I feel like then I was I got discouraged and I was like man I don't want to do this but now I get discouraged and I'm like I'm still gonna do this because honestly today was not my first day being discouraged yeah please I, <laughs> what I honestly Full transparency, I've have probably been discouraged the past three weeks. I've been going to the gym. <laughs> but you look great, yo. I feel like you, your results, thank you, hitting hard. Where my results is like taking forever. Thank you. I'm really like being uh like like for instance tonight I ordered food for me and my friend, and I got a salad and I did not want a salad <laughs> at all. Same. Like me for lunch, I did not want a salad, y'all. Like when I tell you, like I did not want this salad. I cannot be any more clear. Then I wanted. <laughs> I literally wanted a twenty piece nugget, and I know it's say. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Me saying twenty piece nugget. You understand? One is vegan. Two, they're very small. Like. The nugget, so it's so twenty. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of nuggets. <laughs> I go lie to you. I mean, right, I'm one, vegan too, and I had the nuggets and like a good. All right, I wanted I have the like 20, ten of them, and I was like, whoa. I wanted the twenty piece, and then I wanted. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get the salad, and then I'm gonna get a five piece nugget on the side instead of getting fries. <laughs> there you fries. go. But then, Balance. but I was like, no, I'm gonna just take it off. Like, first of all, it was expensive as fuck. But <laughs> That's right. It wasn't when, about the calories at that you, point. When you can't, you can't peer pressure yourself into being healthy. That price will humble you. You like, you know what? I'm supposed to be. I need to be lean in more ways than one. That's a, I'm like, no. I'm like, listen. You either. I'm like, you can only spend one thing. You either spend calories or you spend money. You can't come on now. Come on, game time. But anyway, I'm going to enjoy the salad. I am because again, Your salads are good as hell too. They, they are. They Which are. Which one good. did you get? I got the um wait hold on let me so we're talking about hip city veg by the way yeah. if y'all um, um, are in Philly DC I love that you remembered I got the chipotle fajita wrap but I got it as a salad okay I love like that udon noodle um see salad. I never had that oh, one gosh. and I didn't really want to try anything like freaky tonight <laughs> I know it's not that freaky but like no, you it's know? pretty freaky that 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 dressing you got mm. <laughs> <laughs> You like, like mm, Yankees, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I got the triple. Like, I love that I got the rep, but as a salad, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm definitely humbling myself. But like, honestly, if the person, the other person that I order food for, if they do not want to finish, <laughs> I can definitely help. You bet. Well, I tried. Because <laughs> sometimes, you. sometimes they will be eating all their food. That's the great thing about like you know being friends with another vegan is like it's like you know. But anyway. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> no, that that's is hilarious. But yeah, um, I I've been discouraged, but I'm just like still like pushing through. I'm still eating my little breakfast, like and like <laughs> this is so sad. But <laughs> my dad made fun of me because I was like, I can't wait to wake up in the morning so I can eat crackers. My dad was like, Really? <laughs> <laughs> he like all the things in life. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> 
And you know what? I woke up, ate those crackers, and I was very happy. <laughs> and guess what? That's sometimes that's all you need in life. It's just a cracker. You got cracker. the rosemary ones? Yes, you Lord know it. All right. know, I walk by them at the store because I can't control myself. I can't control, but I control my, I did good this time. I did, I literally ate the servings how they were supposed to be. I counted I was out eating the crackers. Them crackers. <laughs> you when know I, when you eat crackers, it'd be loud as shit. <laughs> this is too much. Back no, to back. I count out, it's 17 crackers as a serving size, and I count out the crackers. And, all right, this is my last time going off topic. Maybe not. But my head be like, count them out, and then something inside <laughs> me be like, no. <laughs> I counted them bitches out. But my breakfast, like, obviously, I don't advise anybody else to eat it. But me, me and my cousin are the same way. I can't eat heavy stuff and, like, go to the gym. Um, no matter what, like, because I don't know, my like, in the morning time, my food takes so long to digest. So in the morning, I was eating, like, crackers for the um, carbs. I was eating those crackers and, like, with vegan cream cheese. And then I would eat a banana with peanut butter. Um, and that, like, will hold me so that I go to the gym. Um, but yeah, I had that. And again, I was very happy. That's another thing like that helps you like stay on track and stuff. Like think about like, think, think about the one thing that makes you happy to do something in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like tomorrow I'm excited because I'm giving my niece something that she yeah, wanted. It'd be little things yesterday. I was excited cause I was watching my baby cousins. I was like, yes, like something to mix things up and just, you know, it's always something to look forward to. Exactly. So look, give yourself something like to look forward to. It could be the littlest, the dumbest thing. Like I said, told y'all I was happy as hell to eat them crackers. No cap. Some days it's just just the highlight. Um, <laughs> just the, that's the highlight. And like the more it you is. understand that that's sometimes the highlight, the happier I think people will be. Every nigga be wanting to go like surfing, mm-hmm. go to a festival, meet a Beyonce all in the same day. I'm like, no, that's why you're sad because you you're real. Yeah, even as I'm talking to my past self, by the way, <laughs> you are like setting yourself up with these high expectation and exactly. wanting to be happy every day instead of just wanting to be neutral exactly. and recognize, wow, nothing's wrong. And have a happy moment like i had that moment i did that and i did what i was supposed to do i went to the gym even though i was discouraged yep that's all that matters is that you did it and and i did it and i left discouraged too but i still did it and (laughs) do it again (laughs) then i'll be discouraged tomorrow period but i'm still sometimes you just go it's like it doesn't really matter how i feel i really just be vibing i'll be vibing i put my ear pods in and i go whether you like it or not really doesn't matter. Like, did I want to eat a kale salad for lunch? No, but it doesn't matter because I knew it was right and I did it. So exactly. that's just how it be sometimes. But um, for me, like, I really wasn't share, um, sharing a lot of my goals is because, like, you know, we just were talking about it earlier. But, like, what kids say about you when you were a kid and you get bullied, you really may not know how that can follow you into adulthood no, and shape is. what you feel like you can and can't do. Um, And, like, people just didn't – people still don't see me as, like, who I really am on the inside sometimes. So I just feel like, especially when I was younger, people tried to tell me who I was and tell me how I was going to be. And I really just kind of believed it for a long amount of time. Mm -hmm. So, but the whole thing is like, I'm so thankful for my will because even though I was trying to be who people said I was, my will wouldn't allow me to be. I just felt very much uncomfortable, like staying where I was. And I just was like, well, like, you know, for a long time, I lived a double life. Like I just didn't tell certain people 
who I thought would like judge me. Like I'll never forget. I told this one girl I had a boyfriend. I was gonna break up with him, and she pretty much was just like, "You shouldn't break up with him if he likes you." And I was like, "Damn!" Like she pretty much it has said like she just thought it was funny that I had a boyfriend for some reason. And I looked back and I was like, "I was so cute." I don't know what her problem was. She just wanted to say something to me, and I knew yeah. her. I know her circumstances now, and I understand why she hated me. She actually hated herself, and I was just you know collateral. <laughs> Clearly, but. The thing, and that's what I, when you get older, you like, yo, you really letting the words of somebody who was abused and neglected get to you and control how you said, first of all, you were in the seventh grade, so you need to let that go. Um, Second of all, like, it's just not true, and nobody gets to decide who you are. Like, that's mm -hmm. just the bottom line. But yeah, I didn't want people to know, and I would just get so nervous about people from work knowing how creative I was or knowing how I really was. I wasn't so buttoned up, because so many people think that I'm like this super buttoned up goody two-shoes person no and she I, wild i'm not oh my gosh <laughs> like people don't even really know the half of it to be honest so it's just like really hilarious that that's the reputation i built up and I'm, I'm just like i don't get it but whatever um respectability politics says if you wear glasses you're good and if you wear glasses and you have natural hair like you just gotta be a lawyer um but also, I always like the element of surprise. Like, Beyonce is my mom. So, you know, it always was great to see her just not talk about it, just produce the project. And I had to realize that I am not Beyonce and I'm not delivering projects on the same scale that she is. There is, it is cool to do right? that. It is cool because some people take it too far and they just talk too much. So it is good to like, you know, know when to shut the fuck up and just put your head down and work. But now I'm starting to realize it is very important to tell people what you want to do. You being all quiet about secretly wanting to be a singer, you being all quiet about secretly wanting to model, all these things you low-key want to do, the more you tell people, some people what you want to do, the more they mention your name when opportunities exactly. are around. The last few opportunities that I've gotten is, wow, I spent so much time applying and writing and reaching out. The last few opportunities I got, people came to me because they were like, oh, your name came up because we know you wanted to do this. Like, I've talked to a few friends about my goals and I was like, you know... Everybody know I want to do on-air work. And now people are starting to mention me when on-air mm -hmm. work come, came around, but it's only because I mentioned it. Yep. Like, that's just it. You can't be afraid to say, oh, people people don't see me as that. So it's like, but who? how would they know? And also want to give a shout-out to Will Smith because he helped me change. Um, Will Smith put out, put out this video a while ago. He was saying people can will only think that you can do as much as they themselves can do. Mm -hmm. So if somebody else believe that they can't become vegan, they gonna tell you it's impossible to become vegan, even though it's not. If somebody else believe that they can't, you know, ever be exceptional, they gonna tell you you can't be exceptional. And that's why you have to think big enough to say, well, how would they know? They don't know me. They don't know what I think. They don't know what I do when I go home, what I plan, my talent, my thoughts, my dreams, my consistency. I know me better than anybody else. That's just like something I tell myself all the time. No single person can tell me about me. I only can tell me about me. Even when somebody offers me um, advice, I get to decide if I want to take that advice based on how I know myself. So I'm like, that That just kind of changed the game for me. Like, I don't care who knows what about me. And I don't care if people see me fail because one thing I was doing was trying and grinding. And that's the only way you can be successful if you open yourself up to, to, to fail and fail out loud too. Exactly. And you don't, you never know, like, for instance, like, some people that's 
tapped in be following me on social media. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, my. you know, you got to, like, make a Eve. little... <laughs> Eve, you? Eve, like Frank FM, I definitely want to jump back into the game. I heard you was <laughs> rapping. Like, let's collab. Sure. I don't know. Let's collab. Exactly. So, so, sorry, I'm cutting up. I took my mic off the stand. But, um, what are you doing? Eric is going to be knocking on your door soon. I'm so sorry. Um, But, sorry, Microsoft Outlook, something came up on my screen. I said, who the hell is that? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, you never know who got their eye out on, out, eye out for you. Also, it be the um, quiet people too. Everybody exactly. thinks the person on their team is like the, I mean, yeah, could, that person might be trying to help you, but they may not have any opportunities. The ones who help us be people we dead ass never knew even like was checking for us sometimes. Also, failure is a part, like if failure means you try. Get over it. That's exactly. When you're afraid you to fail and just get over it at this point. Exactly. So if you don't try, like, it's just, of course, everything going to go easy. Also, like you said earlier, some people only think that you're going to try as much as they did. And the thing is, like, you don't understand how some people, like, the I my goal for the end of this year is to get, excuse me, get the motivation that I had back when I was 22. Yeah. Or, like, when I was, like, in college because like both of us like on some beast mode shit like and, and that's why i feel like we are like in some ways revisiting the past but we are taking what we've learned to make who we were even better so i'm like if we thought we was gonna be smooth then what we about to be on exactly and like for instance me i know everybody talk about like hustle culture is like you know whatever but like i noticed about myself i am only happy i am my happiest when i am active yeah. Like I have to be doing something. I have to have somewhere to go. That's why I'm always my happiest when I go, when I'm back actively in the gym, because it's somewhere to go. It's something to do It's somewhere that in my mind, I have to be, I have to be there. Yep. I ain't no half stepping. I gotta go. I might not, you know, last week I wanted to go six days a week. I went three because you know, your girl pimped down, but <laughs> I, you know, I went, you know, you, I mean, the typical days you're supposed to go was like three days, but I just wanted to be extra. Yeah. But, um, but I, in my mind, and also like, even with like, you know, me spraining my foot, I'm thinking of things that I can do, um, instead, you know, yeah, like the challenge to work around exactly, it's still sometimes to work like, around okay. it because I like, again, I like to say, like, I know people might think it's dramatic, but every day I just feel like I'm so blessed to be able to go. I'm blessed and I'm grateful to, you know, you know, despite everything that, you know, I'm able-bodied, I'm able to do the things that I do because it genuinely does brighten up my mood. Um, but, and I like am somebody that I need again, that's why I'm like, you know, I tried to do this, like, you know, work, you know, do yourself thing, but I need a set schedule. I need to be like, okay, we, Sabria, you need to be doing this at this time, this, that, and blah, 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 whatever. And I want to get better for making a schedule for myself, but I am technically kind of making a schedule for myself because I go to the gym. Yeah. Um, I make sure, like I make time to go. But yeah, I just, um, I am my happiest when I'm like busy or like when I'm doing stuff or I'm here, or I'm there, I'm whatever, blah, well, blah, that blah. That is, that is. And I think like 
to end this out, let's talk about like, since we talked about the importance of actually telling your goals, why we didn't do it, what changed, what's making us do it now, how we're doing it. Let's talk about what we want. Let's just speak it to existence. Mm -hmm. When I grow up and I put the cat down voice. So we're going to talk about individual goals and we're going to talk about some black girl brunch goals real quick to end this out. So for me, my goal always since I was a kid is I would like to have a movie on screen like I want to see my projects like come to life I want to be working on a set behind scenes telling people what to go like what to do here and what I want um I just want to um you know bring um find like actors that haven't been discovered and like give them a chance Mm -hmm. like stuff like that i want to give like people opportunities like in the entertainment industry i want to um be a change in the entertainment industry especially like on screen with like casting people um you know black people who are um, you know, considered like strange or whatever, or, you know, black people who don't get a lot of opportunities, like trans women, trans men. Um, so I really want to be a change in the entertainment industry. I would love to have a show. I would love to be a showrunner. Um, I just really want to work in the entertainment industry. And sorry, I cut my mic off. I would like to just work in the entertainment industry and just like, ripping and running doing um like ripping and running down sets and things like that like I that's what I want like just thinking about it just gets me so happy also another thing that I want is I want to be a super fit old head like Mm -hmm. I want to be like y'all know y'all see them old ass people and they're like uh she's 85 and ripped like you know I want to be like that I want to be super fit that's why like you know the thing with my knee and like my foot I'm like trying to like um you know do my best to combat it so it can get better because in my mind I know it's going to get better um this is not this is not going to be a long-term thing for me it's a moment um, but I would love to be just like I'm, I am going to be a super fit older woman um, so I can run around with my kids and run around with like my grandkids and things like that. I just want to be like the I am going to be, you know, the healthiest that I've ever, you know, been. Um, yes. Those are the things that I want right now. The things that I crave is just like health and um creativity yeah creativity yeah creativity Mm -hmm. like i I feel like this is the first taste of us like being able to run our own thing and we've been so good at we have unlimited ideas like i'm never worried about running out of topics ever because i'm like as long as between us and you know the gang like we definitely gonna always have stuff to talk about and just Mm -hmm. always ride the wave and develop and grow and change when we need to um but for me I definitely want to write a show. Um, I love TV. Like, Sabria busts on me all the time because I always, I watch the most random <laughs> shows. And she I watch anything. And honestly, I love that because I need people like that, especially with the stuff that I want to do. I need people that watch anything. 
I watch anything, I watch everything. I'm always looking for the tale. And my favorite thing is um just shows, and I'm not even afraid to say it. My favorite things are TV shows that are very low stakes, that are about everyday lives. That's why I love life. That's why I love the Gilmore Girls. And even though Grey's Anatomy isn't low stakes because it's in a hospital, but I love the ins and outs of life because sometimes the romance is just a little bit more like spicy than the people <laughs> on the operating table that are about to die. Like the the their the stakes in their personal life like get us going more and i feel like that's just such good writing to be able to do that mm -hmm. and i just want to see black people in more roles where we just normalize our everyday like i'm tired of it always being like a huge drug bust or somebody getting killed you know or somebody getting their heart broken to to make to make the tv popping and that's why i really did appreciate insecure and i really do appreciate girlfriends and the parkers and moesha and sister sister because they were just shows about everyday things and i don't know what study came out to show people that we don't want that anymore but yeah i just really do want to make black content with normal people normal looking people normal acting normal talking people and just just going about their day by day and dealing with the hijinks of life because life can be that exciting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to be an on-air host. Like, I think I've talked about that for a long time, but it really, really is like, it would be my dream to like do red carpet coverage or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that for like a really, really big event. Um, I would love to argue with somebody on like a, a news network. Like I would love to shut somebody down. Like if anyone's hiring for just a professional shutter downer, like, I can't do it all the time for the sake of my mental health, but I could freelance. Like mm -hmm. I can do it from time to time. Um, but yeah, I really am. I've, I've always wanted, like when I was a kid, my dream was to be on E! News. I wanted to be Juliana Rancic so bad. I wanted to be Ryan Seacrest so bad. And you know, I've grown up to the point where I'm like, I'm not totally invested in pop culture as much as I used to, but I will always be into pop culture. And pop culture plays a really important part in our life. It's not a waste of time. And it's a way to ethically cover things and to be respectful. And I've struggled with that because I used to be like, oh man, people gonna think I'm stupid for talking about celebrities' lives, but no. Helping them to promote their projects and give us iconic moments is really, really, I don't care what anybody says, it's mm -hmm. important and we need to be distracted, especially in this world. So yeah, if E! News is hiring, like definitely call me up. Um, I want to look hot forever. I know you said that you wanted to like be super healthy, but like something that's really important to me is always being pretty. Like I just always, I just want that for the rest of my life. And my second goal is kind of twofold. Like not only do I just want to look my best forever, I want to be dressed my best. Like right now, um, I really don't feel like I have the budget to afford the things that I really, really want. And that's fine because I, I really do try my best to work around mm -hmm. it. But I'm like, you know what your style is when you have an unlimited budget. Like, you know what your style is then when you can actually afford all the things that you want. Um, even if it means like getting it secondhand, getting it made, like it could be sustainable. It doesn't have to be like, you know, just completely consumption monster but you know what your style is when you have a team and when you have like money and i'm just like damn like that's something i really want to get into because i love playing dress up that's why i've had every single hairstyle nameable i love colors i don't care about any i don't care about the flaws on my body like i really don't i wear anything we love and that. finally um i want to be a mom
Like that's just something that I really, really yes, can't wait to be same. one day. So like that that honestly probably is my number one goal in life. It's not just to be a mom, but to be like the most present, patient, just to, just to really, really be who I need to be. Because there's so many great moms out here who serve as an example, who are patient and they're not waiting, they're not planning who their child is gonna be. They're just waiting to see. Like who you who are you? I'm learning from you. And I just can't wait to have a child and not determine who they are, but just see and just kind of coach them through life. Like that's so what I want to do. I just want to coach them. Um, and for Black Girl Brunch, sorry, this is a very long show. <laughs> for Black Girl Brunch, um, I see some of our goals. Like I really want us to have a food show, like a vegan food tour. Like, you know, Guy Fieri, like we want to be Girl Fieri. Like we want to travel yes. around the country. Oh my God, we I want to taste things. That. We want to try things and react. Like, we really are funny when we eat. Like, I think people just have no clue. Because we the type of people that's like, if it's good, we're going to talk about how good it is until we can't talk about it no more. And if it's nasty, we're going to be pissed. So it's like, I really do think we would be, we would make a great pair for, like, the simple life on the road eating food, you know? Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, we really are both so passionate, not just about interviewing, but watching interviews. Um, so my goal yes, is I love to, oh my God, there's so many people I have really great questions to ask. So that's something we want to kick off as soon as possible, mm -hmm. like uh, a space where we can just interview creatives and really start getting some visual content in a way that we feel comfortable because now we're both more comfortable with being on camera mm -hmm. and I want to do some live things like I really, really, I don't know. It's like, even though I want to do it, I am kind of scared because me and you both like we are in, we are kind of introverted, but we seem friendly. So I'm afraid of like committing to something. And if you know, I'll be like hissing when it's like time to go on stage or like drink. I'm like, no, I don't like the people looking at me. I can't control this. So I don't know. But but that is something I just want to try. Like, I just want to see because also, again, with the failure thing, you just have to try it. And see exactly. If you, like it. you do have to i definitely want the same things uh for black girl brunch um also like it would be nice if we could like do something where we can just like employ like the black femmes like somehow like you know make our brand so big that we can like give other black creatives like an opportunity yeah oh and that's another thing that you talked we both talked about like almost having like a non-profit piece to what we do because yes. we're not mm -hmm. sellers like we we definitely are hope dealers like that's who we are we hope dealers we not trying to push no product we can't ever make money like that if we're gonna make money off of anything it's gonna be our ideas and we're not, i'm not charging poor people for anything that's mm -hmm. just how i feel like if i'm going to get money from somebody it needs to be from somebody rich i don't want to take away from i just always will feel guilty about that and that's why i'm thankful that i was born like you know not necessarily rich i have everything i need for sure sometimes um right now at least uh but it's just I never want to be that person that's making people feel like they gotta support my livelihood by taking out of, taking away from themselves. Mm -hmm. So it would I would just want us to get to a point where we can give consistently, and that's when I know we'll be like, oh yeah, we made it, we've made it. So that's what we want to be when we grow up, okay? And if yep. any of y'all got some connections, y'all know what to do. So yeah, that is it for this week's episode. It was a really, it was definitely. Um, 
brunch noodle soup for the soul, you know, definitely got me feeling good, motivated, proud of myself. Um, we definitely would like to continue to hear from you guys. So make sure you hit us up on the socials. You hit us up on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch, or you can email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at imamate, on Twitter at it's Mate and Sabria, at frankenfem underscore on Twitter. And it's Frank of them on Instagram. Sorry, my, my Twitter is private right now. I'm accepting people, but you know, look up a job, gotta clean up my act a little bit. So, you know. Oh, yeah, listen, it happens sometimes. Um, so, guys, thank you. Have a good one. We love you. Bye. Peace.